and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so crew goes on their deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Western Database, Corey Mack. Hello. No-so's living legend, Mike Boobel. Hi, everybody. Guys, we're on the way to Fall Brawl, as this is Nitro's go-home show to that. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, here we come! Uh, Where's the war games in this guy? Uh, There is no war games. What? Yeah. There's one later, Joe. Don't worry about it. (laughs) There's kind of one later. There's kind of. Okay. WCW is bizarre now. Falling apart. Falling apart, yes. That's the good way to say it. Uh, WWF. The opposite of that. uh, The opposite. To me, WWF. The tag titles are now more important than the WF title. Yeah. If you think about it. In a way, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. It's whatever whatever the top guy's doing, that's that's what's important. There it is. Who would have thunk it? Shall we uh, break, get into this lovely, lovely night? Oh, let's do it. All right. September 6th, 1999. We're in Miami, Florida. It's the five-year anniversary, folks. Five-year anniversary of WCW Monday Nitro. All I can think about is Miami Sound Machine. Miami by Will Smith. Miami Connection, which you can listen to on the uh, the queue. Fuck Will Smith. Whoa. Wow. Coming off hot already. Damn. He may have been a fresh prince to you, but he ain't ever nothing to me. No, nah, I actually don't mind Will Smith. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brother. Fuck Will Smith. Yeah, fuck Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. All right. So this is, the, like I said, it's the go home show too. Fall brawl. Uh, we get a recap from last week. Luger saying he has evidence that Hogan is a scammer. <laughs> the evidence is he owns a car. <laughs> uh, Lock uh, him up. <laughs> Luger getting saying he got attacked by Hogan last week, and then Hogan d- destroying his car uh, windows. Uh, Luger showing staying a photo of Hogan next to the right Hummer that may or may not be the one that ran into Kevin Nash last June. See, it's got an engine. He obviously did it. Uh, then we get the dramatic shot of Sting seeing Macho and Gorgeous George in Hogan's locker room with brother. Anything to check a date off. I like that. You know what's funny about that? You want me to do what? Yeah, I think it, I think it was like the week before last week. We were talking about how like this is it, Macho. Yep. We're done, Macho. Just, macho maybe on a sun on a Thursday night, he uh, thunder or something. Because this was so insignificant, I forgot about it. And when the good the good professor over here, he went online, online. to check what also I said, and they didn't have it, and it backed what I said. Yep. Nobody <laughs> remembers this. Uh, macho doesn't. Well, there's a lot of things he doesn't remember now. So we're going to commentary with Tony saying this is their five-year... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anniversary. <sighs> what a five years. Did, uh... That's a lot of pigs and valleys. You, you, know, you know how bad Dose Doby's getting, right? Is that there's yeah. a hop... I don't know if this is the network's fault, but there's a Hot Pocket commercial playing in the background of Tony. Yeah, I noticed that. A couple uh, times it happens during their show. Yeah. Idiots. So, Subliminal messaging. <laughs> this episode of Nitro is brought it, to you by Croissant Pockets. It's hot, but it's cold in the middle. <laughs> uh, so Tony then says, you know, it's our five-year anniversary. of. Uh, so let's kick into Mean Gene, but wait a minute. That's Bret Hart's music. Here comes Bret Hart. 
Mm. Uh, Bret Hart comes out to a large crowd pop. Terrible I fucking music. hope so. Terrible music. Yeah. Commentary. At first I was like, what the fuck is this? It sucks, but I got to be honest with you. It's, it's warmed on me over the years. Yeah. It doesn't touch his WWE. It music. doesn't touch. At I mean, all. it's better but than it's his okay. return to WWE music, yeah. which oh, is the God you mean the awful. needless remix they didn't need. Oh, did um commentary sounds like they didn't know this was coming. They didn't. They probably did. They not. probably had a format that was like three hours old. Yeah. Uh, Brett says that he's been sitting at home for too long and thinking too much. Brett says he came to WWE to make a big difference, and there's one thing he wants. He doesn't know if he will return full time, but he wishes, you know. Uh, but until his wish comes true, he might only do part time. He might not do anything. But Brett wants one thing and one thing only. He wants a match with Hulk Hogan. Which got a pop in the crowd. Mm-hmm. He can't make up his mind uh, until he gets to face Hogan. So he doesn't. Uh, and he doesn't care if the match is non title or for the title. Well. Interesting, but then I like I like the fact he's like, I don't know. Yeah, I I want a match with Hogan. This is, and then he ends it with, well, I won't come back unless I get a match with Hogan. So, so one way or another, I want a match with Hogan. On TV, they never wrestled, correct? No, nope. I know they did house shows, right? Uh, and they they've already done them. It was late August at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. So, and somewhere else on the West Coast, maybe L.A. So they actually have had their two house show matches. Babyface versus Babyface with no clear winner. Yeah. Um, that's it. Because I'm sure... You know those peaks and valleys you talked about? Yeah, 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 We've yeah. only got about 7,000 more in the year 1999. Uh, so, yeah. I'm sure at one point the honest thought was Hogan versus Hart at, say, a Starcade. You know. But, peaks and valleys, guys. You're going to um, hear that a lot over the next three months. <laughs> peaks and valleys. I do love, I think it was right towards the end of the promo, he, he said that Hulk Hogan was the GOAT, like the greatest of all time, and uh, I wrote, even he didn't believe oh, he that. Did not, yeah. You can see him like... <laughs> he threw up in his mouth. He, he was, was like, like, some people say Hogan's the best there is. I'm like, he's like... Oh, oh. <laughs> it was so awkward. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> not gonna say it. Nope. Uh, then we got a fall brawl promo of Hogan versus Sting. It's funny throughout the whole, throughout the whole night. Before the, I watched the whole show, I'm like, "Fall Brawl." They're only only promising us uh, Hogan Sting, but throughout the rest of the night, as they promote, I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's that match and that match." Do you know the funny thing? Because hmm. I've been watching Saturday Night every week. Everything is well built on Saturday Night. <laughs> They've been talking about matches for weeks that they haven't even bothered to like acknowledge on Nitro or Thunder is happening. But on Saturday, it's like, "Oh yeah, and at Fall Brawl." Saturn and Rick Steiner are going to hook it up for the TV time. Like, That's fantastic. Of course. <laughs> Fucking course. So then good old Ricky Rackman comes out. Oh, He's back from his NASCAR run. I'm not going to lie. I uh, <laughs> contemplated suicide for just a second. Uh, he comes out and tries to hype the crowd, and they give zero shits about him. Well, but it's Ricky Rackman. It's yeah. the correct response. He's here to host the search for the new Nitro Girl. Yeah, he the, did so good with that uh, Miss Nitro Spring Break contest. Mm. Uh, the Nitro Girls come out to introduce the two girls that they picked from Miami. So they're going to go to like Miami, California, like Minnesota. Hey, it's the next eight weeks. W. Who are you? Who are you to doubt the hotties of Albuquerque, New Mexico? Mm. Come on. 
I might well, Dandy's from there. El so. Dandy. Yeah. I, I was hoping, maybe like, who do you to who who are you to doubt El Dandy become a Nitro Girl? Hey, man, you know, <laughs> in twenty twenty, I would I would have kid for it. <laughs> Fairness, okay? You tell, who tell me who's gonna be a Nitro Girl? So then we get like uh, then we profiles. Get a, we get a profiles on the both girls that they picked, and Zen's watching, and she's like. What's the routine they're doing? And I'm like, I don't know. They just like a, look like a drunk girl in a bar, like shaking, like yeah. Random late '90s techno dancing. That's what that is. And I know Booble, you brought it up, but our I think our favorite part of this whole thing was when one of the girls like, I never know, never, I never knew, knew the Nitro girls. girls were there. Yeah, I love like two finalists. One is like a really hot Latin chick who like Ooh. is a good dancer she and, already like, gets has, my a, has a story she gets and the my other vote. one is generic white chick who doesn't watch Nitro and it was I'm, I'm sorry I, I hate to be that guy cool she's like a 6 out of 10 oh, oh. dude well the crowd reacted she's an Albuquerque that. 8 that's all I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> she, the crowd reacted to that because when the first girl comes out she got a pop oh the first and girl's then, a 10 in any city and then the second mm. one comes out and she got booed uh, she should they saw that video and Ricky Rackman is creepy <laughs> yeah yo Oh, you like, was like that? daddy like. We're like, mm-mm. 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 you daddy like. Can I get a oh yeah? yeah? Do either one of you guys remember when I hosted Headbangers Ball on MTV a decade ago? Yeah, oh, yeah. He, it, <laughs> he was doing the generic "Give me a hell yeah." Can I get a oh yeah? It's like, I'm like no, 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 you cannot. He sounds like he still wants to pitch it to the new Poison video. Let's go to Brett now with Poison. Uh, you can uh, go to dosedoey.com to vote for the, all of them. I want to vote for the one girl over and over again. Over and over. Let's stuff over. that ballot box. Stop that, the was, count. I, that was inadvertent, but I'm going to stand by it. Stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> Never. Let's Never. not stop this as we go on to our first match of the night. As it's Lodi with Lenny Lane versus Evan Courageous before the match they showed last week's Nitro. Can we go back to the other Nitro go first? Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> Talk about Zuni some more. We're talking about last <laughs> week for a minute where Vampiro tells Evan Courageous that he owes him one. You know, the Vampiro Collection Agency. <laughs> the best part about this was Lodi's sign, the West Hollywood Blondes. That's phenomenal. That is a great sign. That's what they go by now. It's awesome. so great. Awesome. I'm sure Austin uh, is somewhere. What the fuck? Uh, what? Uh, Lenny, what? Lenny gets into it with a fan as a Damn, fan hits, uh, hits Lenny with the sign. So Lenny pulls him over and security takes the fan away. Did you see it was the same fan same that guy. held him? Yep. Otherwise known as Tony Mama Luke from the full-blooded Italians. Ah, hey. hey. So. Guy, guy from the past two weeks. Yep. Hey. Uh, Craig just hits a springboard crossbody onto the outside onto Lenny. Uh, Vampiro and ICP come out and get on the apron. Evan <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Vampiro coming out. Uh, Vampiro and Evan lock eyes, and then all of a sudden, Courageous is like in trance with Vampiro, allowing Lodi to get the win. I thought he was in love. Like he saw him, and his heart went a flutter. He didn't know what to do. Vampiro, play my abs. (laughs) It's not what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. Play, play my abs. I was going to say, plow my abs. <laughs> plow my abs. Yep, that's it. Yep. Checks out. You know. <laughs> hey, Vampiro, can you do me a favor and plow my abs? I mean, that'd be great. Thanks. Let's go to the ring with me and Gene as he brings out Hulk Hogan. Shake it, you already? That's an early shank. It's Miami, so you're no. early shank. You don't early want to shank. lose the people. 
Hogan, uh, uh, once again, is facing Sting at Fall Brawl. Gene brings up Luger and Macho Man. Hogan says he doesn't know why Macho was in, is, was in his locker room last week. He says he, he doesn't know why he was there, if it was for career advice or counseling. <laughs> that was a little stiff shot. That was a stiff shot, yeah. Mm. Uh, Hogan says he doesn't know what's up with uh, Luger. Um, Can I stop here? Yeah. I wanted to make sure this was brought up. While he's talking about Luger, Hogan couldn't help himself. Sir, we have a 1999 humble brag. Oh, shit. Everybody wait, wait, wait. everybody knows in Florida I drive a black Hummer, and everybody knows in California I've got a white one. Got a white hard top. Yep. Like, so uh, I'm like, oh, okay. nice little humble brag. Yeah, I got two Hummers and you don't. So what of it? I got two Hummers for you. Two Hummers for you. <laughs> so vroom, good. Vroom. Uh, Hogan says since it happened in Miami, that photo was doctored. <laughs> Couldn't be me then. Uh, Hogan says that uh, there's a six-man tag tonight. Yeah, I love that he's like, uh, yeah, we, we know Hogan. He's the booker. We were told a while ago. But thanks. So, as they said, uh, I, I was talking to Boo about this off air. I did not hear them pub it at once. So this, like, for me, I'm like, we're 25 minutes in, and now they're just announced, like, there's the main event. Maybe it was during the Hot Pocket commercial. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I think, <laughs> think it was. Oh, okay. Because uh, he was like, there's a cage above the ring. We have a six-man tag match tonight. Hot Pocket. <laughs> I was like, so you have war games tonight. Got it. I, okay. I, I was distracted by the hot pockets. And I I mean, that's, that's fair. Yeah. To be fair. Can you imagine what the. Uh, to be fair. Hey, yeah. can you. To be fair. Thank you. So, uh, nice. can you imagine what the card to the paper would look like if they stuck eight people in the main event? Yeah. I think there's a reason there's no war games this year. Mm. If only you had like two groups who were fighting, you had four people. Mm. Never mind. Uh, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> don't solely war games with that mid-card feud. I mean... Then we get a uh, fall ball promo. Fall ball? Fall, fall ball. I'm sorry, I was burping. Uh, fall brawl. So let's go on to our next match as it's Barry Horowitz because Barry Horowitz <laughs> versus Al Green. And what Joe and I have Sam- Oh, Sid, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Sid while Barry was coming to the ring. That's what Joe said. Yeah. As soon as 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 Al Green, I was like, yeah. As soon as Al Green came, I'm like, Sid. Sid. 100%. (laughs) I told told him this yesterday. I was like, Barry came out first. I'm like, Sid might be coming out. And then Al Green, I'm like, 100%. And unfortunately, you know who else thought it? The 18,000 fans in attendance were like, we want Sid, Sid, please. Sid, Sid. I'll wait till Saturday night when I I talk about Sid. Sid is definitely the heel unless these two idiots are fighting. Please bring out Sid. Uh, (laughs) This uh, is karma in late 2011. So so Hogan mentions there's a six-man tag tonight. Yeah. Okay. But during this match... Tony brings up that it's Goldberg and Hogan versus DDP and Rick Steiner. Mm, yep. WCW, yeah. everybody. Uh, today, uh, this, not, this might make sense later. Okay. It, it, I think it does, but uh, Tony brings up that next week on WCW, you got to tune in because you're going to find out the details to become a millionaire. My kid, flo- what, Dad? They're going to give away a million dollars? My question was, how the fuck can they afford to give away a million dollars? They do every week. Um, more on that later. Ooh, tease. Ooh, don't. Oh, tease. you tease. Oh, gee, that's called a data tease. 
the crowd could care less uh, about this match. I don't Common, know. Commentary could care less because they're too busy talking about how somebody can win a million dollars. Bobby's like, Bobby, can we enter? Bobby's Bobby's like, like, no. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> then, and then they bring up that we have a battle royal tonight. I'll get, get into that in a little bit. In my head, Bobby was like, I just asked for a raise, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> he just told me couldn't afford it. We get a uh, battle royal. some mark a million dollars. What about me, damn it? <laughs> I'm Bobby the Brain fucking heated. Mm. Vampiro knows. <laughs> yeah. Talk to I, Vamp. I just love the fact Bobby's just the whole time like, how can I win this money? All, all, of, a sudden, shooting. <laughs> all of a sudden, they're at WCW headquarters the next day. And J.J. Dillon walks out his fucking office door and there's Vamp and the ICP <laughs> just standing there. Bobby sent me. You owe us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have a battle royal tonight, guys. A uh, winner of this crazy battle royal will get a number one contendership next week. Here are your contestants so far. The first family, Revolution, and the West Texas Rednecks. We're getting that later. <laughs> so there's, real important, there is a 12-man battle 12 royal. Man. That is very important. 12 men. there are 12 people in this match. 12. And then a piano begins to play. Yeah, what and the then, fuck, And then Sid dude. starts coming out. And then a, the piano is coming from the sky. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? What is happening? Because this <laughs> happened on Thunder, right? We just didn't see the piano. Yeah. So what is going on? And no, it's not Sid's new theme music. Uh, basically, this is the debut of a new character, the Maestro. So, but I'm, like at the same time as Sid coming out, I actually kind of wish it was Sid. Again, I gotta be honest. A lot will make sense okay. sometime tonight. Um, <laughs> imagine if you will They thought You know what Really worked for us Disco Inferno We need another Kitschy comedy <laughs> character uh, Basically this guy Worked the indies As Gorgeous George the Third Because he looks like Gorgeous George a little bit Wait which Which Gorgeous George The, the wrestler Okay But well, I mean, she's a wrestler. Because WCW He couldn't be Gorgeous George Nope Because Savage Bought the rights To that name <laughs> To give to his girlfriend So now since he plays the piano, that's effeminate, right? Well, I'll be the maestro. <sighs> and can I get, can I give you guys a little bit of a heads up here? Yes. Please. He stays around for a while. Okay. But, I mean, it's like a cup of coffee, really, right? In the long run of things. Yeah. That motherfucker is still getting work to this day as the stro, based off this fucking thing. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Come so, on, yes. Man. So, the maestro is playing as Sid comes down to the ring. Sid then chokeslams Al and powerbombs Barry. And Zen's watching this with me, and she's like, why is this all happening at the same time? And I went, WCW. Because Tony's freaking out, like, what's the with the music? Who's this guy? Why is Sid coming down? Do I smell toast? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind, it's, it's kind of like the Attitude Era, right? Tony Schiavone's like, reaction reminds me of <laughs> fucking Jason Mewes and Dogma right at the end. Who the fuck is that bitch? Yeah. Where the fuck is his head? <laughs> Who the fuck hugged me? Because <laughs> that's where Tony Schiavone is at like, in 99. Jason Mewes and Dogma. Yeah. Bobby's not even trying. He's still trying to figure out how he can get a million dollars. Then we get a Sid promo. Sid saying uh, Benoit will suffer and he will, make, will be the example for everyone to see. Sid will have the best record in WCW, better than Hogan, Stings, and Goldbergs. The same spiel we get. With a fall brawl promo for Sid Vicious and Chris Benoit. Then we go backstage with the <laughs> West X Rednecks. Kurt yeah. says Bobby Duncan uh, has had knee surgery and shoulder surgery, so he'll be out for a couple months. 
and then all of a sudden the door opens with the smoke in a white cloud. You think Jesus is coming through, but it's Vincent. Hey. Oh, he's Not, still Vincent. Yeah, Vincent <laughs> wearing a leather vest and a cowboy hat saying that he's been listening to the uh, hit Rap is Crap and he loves it. He's from the South side. Uh, uh, Kurt says, okay, Curly Bill, you get a chance tonight. And yes, he becomes Curly Bill. A member of the West Texas Rednecks. That's what they do with Vincent. What is happening? Like this past five minutes. The black and white's officially dead, but now the the least likely member of the black and white is now a redneck bumpkin? It's Cowboy Troy, man. That's where he got the gimmick from. This fucking idiot. (laughs) I mean, they needed to replace Duncan, which, by the way, it's the last we see of Duncan. You sure? Yeah. I believe so. If he does come back, it's like a one or two. Because he's got less than a year left. Period. Yeah. Period. So, like, so. Yeah, I think this is it. Because there were legit injuries, and it takes a while to recover. And I, and I was cognizant of the fact that he doesn't have a lot of time left. Well, so, I'd be willing to wager this is it. Yeah, they, uh, like I said, they said, uh, there'd be, it's crazy and it's funny because at that time, like in this time frame, 99, it'd be like, Oh, he's having shoulder surgery, knee surgery. He'll be back in a couple months. Like now, now in current day wrestling, like you're out for half a year now. My favorite part though of this is just like WWE's at the point where it's like, "Fuck it, Virgil's now a West Texas redneck and always has been. Why not? Let's do that. Yep. Hey, let's have a guy fall from the sky playing the piano while Sid's out there uh, making imaginary wins. Like they're just they're they're creatively like just empty." So uh, let's go back to the ring with Mean Gene as he brings out Harlem Heat. Uh, Booker T says that they're here to burn this mother down. And if you know what I'm saying, Gene's like, I concur. <laughs> I concur, black man. Yes, you will burn it down. Uh, Booker T goes to raise the roof and knocks the uh, mic out of Gene's hand. Gene. He doesn't come back. He's done. Yep. Gene goes, I, I, I sometimes get excited. My bad. Uh, Gene asks Book T uh, about the new tag teams in WCW, and Book T basically goes, yeah, you can all put them all together, and they don't have the talent, and they can't match up to Harlem Heat. Depends on the combo. Yeah, I mean... You could have been Juan Malenko. I don't know about uh, that. Then then, then you're talking different. (laughs) If you're talking Curly Bill and Kendall Wyndham, yeah, you got a point. Uh, my favorite whole thing about this is uh, Stevie Ray with the stare down at the camera the whole time and doesn't stop, and he... uh, he was in a contest. He sends right. for man for himself on the fact he like starts to giggle at the end. He's like, Ooh, okay, you got me. He's like, it's a camera off. You know dude. what he was doing? He was thinking that it could have been him as Curly Bill. And he's like, God damn. Yeah. What? January for Bobby Duncan. Mm. Damn. Good Let's job. go. Well, you know, backstage with Luger and Sting as they're talking about last week about how Sting shouldn't trust Hogan because of Macho and... Hogan's locker room. Yeah, you should definitely take Luger's advice on who to trust. Uh, Logan, right? uh, Luger and Sting then walk into Hogan's locker room where Hogan is talking with Bret Hart. Which I guess is supposed to be some sort of terrible thing. I guess. Because they're like, oh yeah, nice to see some you here. conspiracy? Like, yeah. Bret literally said he wants to... F- okay. Hmm. Uh, Sting says that he wants only five minutes with him. And Hogan's like, you know what? I'm full of your crap. All right, we're, we're fine, fine. And then we go to commercial. 
No, the lights go out. No, no, no. On the network, we no. went to commercial. We went to commercial. Oh, they said. They, they said. Like, and they show later what happened, but we went to commercial. Yeah, we went to commercial. Well, we that's didn't. not what happened on the yeah, original. Yeah, uh, it goes. Yeah, we go to, when they come back, and they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with. So what we the go, hell? So we yeah. go to commercial. I think it was a bad network edit, to be honest. I wonder why. Because we go to commercial, and then we come back, and then Tony's like, Sting got knocked out. The lights went out, and then someone knocked out Sting. This on, one I remember because on Thunder they show those segments. So yeah. like they filmed. It. I, th- I honestly I think it was a bad network. Yeah, it was a bad wow. because it's gone. Because because uh, yeah. Hogan's like, okay, fine, I'll give you five minutes. And then I thought he was going to the ring. Because Shivani was like, we heard all this noise. I was like, the fuck, oh, we yeah. did. We heard all this noise. You want to know what I bet? I bet you it's not a bad network. Like I've said before, they hire people to do the editing mm-hmm. and all that for the network. And they saw the screen fade to black, so they went, oh, commercial. Commercial. Cut. Yeah. Not the case. Yeah. Bet you anything that's what happened. You are correct, sir. So I we come back from it. commercial, and you see Luger and Hogan standing over Sting, who got the couch thrown onto him, as Hogan is yelling at Luger that he's setting him up. So like I said, the lights went out. Somebody attacks Sting. We come back, Somebody. and Luger, I mean, the, the couch is on like, top of Sting. I don't know why this is so hard to believe. It was obviously Colonel Mustard. I like the fact that Brett's there, but Luger gives zero shits about Brett. Blinking red lights, it's clearly Lex Luger. He will be turning on stage. (laughs) And we're just supposed to like, so now we're on Hogan's side? God damn it. (laughs) I don't think they know what they want. It's going to be the Black Scorpion by the time it's done. Stang, I come back for you, Stang. Barry Wyndham in face paint. (laughs) So let's go to the Battle Royal, guys. Let me break down the rules. The first four men thrown over the top rope are eliminated. The first four in the 12-man battle royal, correct? Yes. Okay. Ne- the next six eliminated will wrestle each other tonight in singles matches mm-hmm. based on the order of elimination. Okay. Yep. So that's 10. Then the final two will fight and have a shot at the world title next week, regardless of who wins fall so brawl. will be 12 people. Checks yeah. out. Mass rare. So, to me, the whole thing is this. They did The way they were saying it was this. The, next, the two men that win this battle royal... Face the winner next week. That's how they were setting it up. So, Not what they meant, but that's, that's probably how they told the announcers <laughs> it was going to be. So a triple threat, or, right. or that's what I was thinking too. Or do each man get a shot? Because like they're, they're the last two standing men get a title shot next week. They kept saying that yeah. all match. Yeah, I'm sure they had a they. It's so, a it's a unique concept, and I'm sure whoever said it to the announcers didn't explain it right. Um. I got it once once it started, and yeah. my, my kid actually, he's like, Dad, it's simple. The first four are just done for the night. Yep. I'm like, okay. And he's like, but the other three, they got to fill time, so they're going to wrestle. I'm like, okay. He's like, and then the other two wrestle in the main event. Winner gets a title shot. And the way my kid said it, it made perfect sense. <laughs> Checks out. The way trained wrestling commentators said it, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Don't know. <laughs> so... Like I said earlier, the Battle Royal number one contendership for the WCW what a line of contenders championship. The first family of Jerry Flynn, Hugh Morris, Brian Knobs, and the Barbarian all world talent, as far as I'm concerned, versus the Revolution of Shane Douglas, Dean Malenko, Mm -hmm. Saturn, and Benoit. There's eight, and the West Texas Rednecks of Mm -hmm. Henning, the Windhams, and Vincent. Well, here's the thing about Henning. He pulls a George the Animal steal from the match. WrestleMania 4. <laughs> he doesn't get in the ring. Yeah, he's like, nah, nah, I'm good. He hangs around. There's 11. There's 11 fucking people in this 11. match. Well, I guess it's okay, though, because he is not getting in. He would be one of the first four out, so those I guess. guys are done for the day. Yeah. 
I hate the fact that Shane Douglas has to talk. Are you ready for a revolution? Nah. No, I'm ready to take a shit. So, so it was obvious it was going to be a revolution dude getting that title. But take a leak. This guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. So this is how the breakdown of the elimination went. First, Brian Nobbs, mm-hmm. which I was honestly surprised because Hogan's back. I'm like, oh, they'll do some weird crap that Nobbs gets the push. Hey, Hogan, Nobbs just needs to work. Yeah. He doesn't need to be pushed. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, a job, brother. The fact that he's getting that paycheck is thanks enough to Hogan. <laughs> So, Nobbs eliminated first. Vincent eliminated second. Hey, that's Curly Bill to not, not you, Curly sir. Curly Bill. Curly Come Bill. Uh, He's about to go back to the ranch house for some uh, breadsticks. The Barbarian, for, uh, third. But what's that meat sauce? <laughs> Kendall Wyndham was fourth. What? That's star power. I mean, well, don't worry, guys. Kendall Wyndham was fourth. However, he gets to wrestle tonight. Because Henning never got in. Because Henning never got in. So, he will be facing the first member of Revolution Eliminated Shane Douglas tonight. Shocked me, actually. I was like, wow. First, huh? Kendall Wyndham versus Shane Douglas. We get that later on tonight. Then we get Barry Wyndham eliminated. And he's going to be facing Jerry Flynn. Well, there's a fucking waste of Barry Wyndham. Kind of waste of Jerry Flynn, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? Then Saturn gets eliminated. Then Hugh Morris does. So your final two, Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko. I mean, the right two are f- yeah, one, mean, yeah. but fuck. So I was shocked it wasn't like Douglas and uh, yeah. Morris Flynn, maybe, or yeah. Morris, maybe. Shocked that it wasn't. I think the, world would, the wrestling world would have turned on its axis if uh, Jerry Flynn was a possible world title contender the next week on Nitro. That was... Yeah. So we have our next like four matches of the night. Did this not reek of chaos, <laughs> chaos, everything's in chaos? Yes, 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 it all, mm. it all did. It, it all did. Um, we have no idea what we're doing. Let's just throw people out there to make matches lazily. And then, like, those are the three matches you, we get rewarded for? Oh, look who they threw in the fucking thing. You couldn't put Good. the filthy animals in this goddamn right? thing? Benoit. God, damn. I, I do like this. Benoit and Belenko didn't have like a stare down. But, and but Saturn's like, hey, whoever wins, the revolution wins. So I like that I like that small That's part of like it's a pyramid scheme shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go to our next barn burner of a match. Johnny Swinger. Versus Prince Iakea. The Swingman, Daddy! I yeah. knew Corey was going to pop. I was like, what are we doing? What is happening? Now, uh, granted, I'm not the biggest fan of 1999 Johnny Swinger. <laughs> I need that 2020 Johnny Swinger all day long. Put it in my veins. I can't just give you all of my notes. This match oh, is irrelevant. Of course. Of course. I wrote, it is. Sid. Nope, ICP. Nope. <laughs> and I've got the ICP. Cosplaying as Sid now on the same show where Sid was playing Sid. So during the match, we have to count down the mayhem 17 days for the new video game. Swinger hits a move and Tanae goes, Good job by Prince Ikea to block it. And he's like, Wait a minute. You're wrong. I think we're, we're smack dab in the middle of the mayhem right now. Yeah. Uh, crowd's chanting for Sid or Sting. Ends. One of the two. Hmm? Maybe the countdown's when it ends. That'd be March 26th, 2001. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, during this match, Tony sounds like he's far away. He probably wishes he was. He had taken some ecstasy during the commercial break. 
Uh, Vampire and ICP come out. To understand the rules of the Battle Royal. That's right. He's like, you know what? I need to get shit-faced. Uh, Springer uh, picks up Prince like a powerbomb, and Prince, fall, uh, Prince falls off the ba- off him and falls onto the rope and sells it like he hit the rope really hard. I will say this. Uh, Johnny Springer is a underrated worker back in the late 90s. He was never going to be huge. But they could have done a lot more with him than they did a TV title reign or t- level. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be your... Yeah. Pushed guy. But, I mean, he's better than Prince Ikea. He's better than Barry Horowitz. He's better than most of the guys in that Battle Royal at that point. Uh, take out the Revolution dudes, and um, he may be out of shape, but Barry Windham could out-wrestle most of those guys in his sleep. But other than that, he's better than those dudes, too. He's better than Disco. He's better than Buff. Yeah, Briggs. <laughs> uh, Bust better than Riggs. ICP oh. <laughs> ICP distracts the rap. Vampiro hits the nail in the coffin on on uh, I can't, on Swinger and Prince Pull covers it, him for man. the win. Vampiro and ICP corner Prince and says they owe him one. Then we go to earlier today with Buff at a signing, and then Berlin shows up with his new big security guard. Uh, Buff makes fun of Berlin. Berlin says something in German, and ju- uh, then Buff jumps the table until Doug Dillinger has to hold him back. And that leads to our fall brawl promo of Berlin versus Buff Bagwell. Mm-hmm. Match of the night. That's next, because it's Steve Regal, Dave Taylor versus Buff Bagwell. This made me sad. This match alone was just to yeah. make Buff look good. But how great... Is Regal with the puffy shirt when puffy he pulls shirt. The thing up the muscle. Yeah, oh, I love right. it. Um, he deserves more than jobbing to fucking Bagwell. Uh, Taylor hits Regal on accident with the hit flag, and Buff hits the blockbuster for that win. It's not like you have Chris Adams here. What are we doing? Yeah, we got feed Regal though. Or God Taylor. Or Taylor. Oh, Jesus. Man. Well, then Buff has to do a promo. Buff loves Miami because it's part of the USA. Uh huh. When Berlin steps on Bagwell toes, he's stepping on America toes. Berlin's, uh, Bagwell says Berlin is not facing just Buff at the pay-per-view. He's facing America. And then they play Bagwell's music. He's got the red, white, and, and blue running through his veins. Why is Buff Bagwell cosplaying Jim Duggan. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that made me so happy right you there. You don't even know. <laughs> You don't even know. Oh my god, that made me happy. Just wait. It's no longer Latino buff. No. He's now no. Latino Duggan. No. No, just Buff just Duggan? Just, just wait. Just wait. Jim Bagwell. No. Just just wait. Just wait, you sir. Oh. oh that's amazing. It's those precious little moments like right? that that I Let's go to Fall Brawl promo as it's a six man tag of Vampiro and ICP versus Eddie Guerrero, Kidman and Ray Mysterio. A rematch from Surges. Yeah, it's a good use of the filthy animals. Two pay-per-views in a row for the ICP. Perfect. Let's go to our next match as it's Hoovy. Sorry. Hooventud Kidman? Hooventud Kidman as it's Hoovy, Psychosis, and Blitzkrieg okay. versus Eddie Guerrero, Kidman, and the other filthy animal, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Right. Random thoughts. Yeah. Why did it take like halfway through the match for Shivani to figure out, hey, Hooventud's dressed like Kidman. 
Yes. Hoovy comes out. <laughs> Hoovy comes out in a soaked white wife beater and jean shorts. shorts and long leggings, and then Kidman comes out like, "What the fuck are you doing?" This felt like and a rib not, on Kidman, and he did not like it. Yeah. Not one bit. This felt like a rib for sure. It was. Yeah. It had to be. And then it had to be. Uh, you know, don't, don't be fucking Tori Wilson. I'll tell you. Blitzkrieg <laughs> got Blitzkrieg got the jobber entrance as he was already in the ring as Psychosis and Hoovy come out. Uh <laughs> Kidman's like, "What the fuck?" There's spots in this match the whole time that Hoovy tags Psychosis in and Psychosis tags in Hoovy, and the ref, the announcer's like, they tagged each other in. Why are they not going, coming in? It's like, oh, whatever. But yes, we get like half. They didn't even realize one of them wasn't dressed like normal. Yeah. Uh, Kidman and Chavo. Well, Ray wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, well, where's Ray, by the way? And by the way, uh, Eddie, Chavo, and. No, no, no. What's Chavo do? Where the fuck is Conan? That's actually a fair point. Uh, Kidman and Chavo double team Blitzkrieg and Chavo and Kidman both go for the cover, and there's a little argument between the two. I say it doesn't even sound right when you say and Chavo. Yeah, but here and the uh, Kidman who we fight. Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that they fight like each other. Like they fight with one-on-one. I'm like, if they don't fight each other, dress like each other, there's an issue with this match. Yeah. Uh, Kidman rips Hoobie's shirt. We get like halfway through the ring match and then uh, commentary finally brings up Ray's not here, but they never bring up why is Chavo here? Or, yeah, it's nothing. Uh, well, they're all alike, right? They all look like <laughs> Psychosis drop kicks Kidman off Hoovy's shoulders off the top, from the top rope. Blick Street does a corkscrew moonsault and commentary thinks it's Psychosis. Psychosis reverses a powerbomb along Eddie, uh, oh, Eddie, uh, sorry, Kidman. Uh, reverses the power bomb, allowing Eddie. Bomb, yeah, because then Eddie hits the frog bus for the win. Uh, Vampire and ICP watch from the stage, setting up their match for Sunday. Yeah, but like, it's just funny for this match. Like I liked this match. It was, it was fun. fun. It was fun. That was a good match. But Eddie Kidman Chavo Ray was busy uh, with what I don't know. Um, but it, it, looking for Conan. It's one of those things of like it's you would think WWE would make the reference of like, well, the reason why Ray Mysterio isn't here is such and such. This is why Chavo's involved. Chavo also wearing new gear. The long tights. Yeah, I was I mean I said you would think the announcers, but as I it bears repeating. The main announcer didn't realize there were two kidmans until halfway through the match. Uh then we get the Nitro Girls, I think, for the first time dancing. Fall Brawl promo. Revolution versus the first family. Let's go to our, one of our first, one of our matches from that battle royal. Shane Douglas versus Kendall Wyndham. Less than about this, the better. I'm sitting right next to you, Bob. Uh, Henning runs <laughs> down. Henning runs down and hits Douglas. Then we get our the Patton Revolution picture and picture so, uh, hey, Bobby, supporting them. If we put our heads together. <laughs> so the Revolution are doing picture and picture. Watching, supporting uh, Shane from afar, and then Harlem, that's what they're best at. And then Harlem Heat comes out and fights <laughs> and, like, and distracts I, the ref. Don't worry, guys, we'll save your partner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Revolution's just watching from the back as uh, uh, Stevie Ray <laughs> slapjacks Kendall, and then uh, Douglas hits the Pepsi, pl- uh, the Pittsburgh plunge. The as Pepsi plunge. You ever get the feeling the Revolution may not like each other that much? I don't. I think. Yeah. Uh, Maybe just one. It's like yeah. it was a forced uh, group. They didn't want to be together. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe, that, right. maybe that one. <laughs> As, Tuesday uh, 
COVID. COVID. <laughs> um, Douglas wins with the Pittsburgh plunge. Uh, plunge. Camera misses because it's in picture in picture of Booker T distracting the ref. Stevie Ray hitting uh, Kendall with the slapjack. Co- uh, then we go to commentaries. They're promoting ho- the new uh, v- VHSs, the best of Flair, the best of Hogan, and WCW Mayhem. Yeah. Uh, A.K. the best of WCW. Yeah, I think I had that tape at one point. It looked familiar. The Mayhem one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you love Nitro highlights from 95 through 97, that's a hell of a tape. It's the first four years, the greatest hits. Uh, but yeah, they don't call it the best of WCW. It's WCW Mayhem. Just like the video. Why not? And the CD. <laughs> And the pay-per-view. So let's go to our second match from that Battle Royal results, as it's Jerry Flynn with Jimmy, Jimmy Hart uh, ver, uh, versus Barry Windham. There you go. He got there. Because Barry Windham. Who's with Vincent? Uh, Curly Bill. Curly Bill. Sorry. Uh, crowd chance for Hogan. Uh, Curly. Because <laughs> he's feuding with someone in this match. Yeah. <laughs> Curly Bill hits uh, Flynn with the tag belt. The Wyndham hits uh, wins with the one of the laziest DDTs I've ever seen him do. I mean, do you blame him? He he does the uh, soup suplex over and then yeah, it was not good. Then we get a fall brawl promo as it's the West Texas Rednecks versus Harlem Heat for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Then we go to Ming and Gene again with Berlin with the bodyguard and the translator. Gene's uh, like they're on the stage and they're like, and here comes Berlin. One, two, something's up. Maybe he's not coming out. That pansy, and oh, here, here comes Berlin. Uh, Boy, they sure screwed up this Berlin thing uh, about as magnanimously as they could. About as WCW as they could. Yeah, that's a good point. That's uh, you know what were we thinking? Gene <laughs> uh, asks. Uh, how, is, how do you feel about facing Buff at Fall Brawl? And the translator said, oh, why are you asking him this question? I challenged him last week. Basically, it's because Gene asked the question, like, are you going to be facing him? And then Buff's like, I mean, Berlin's like, I challenged him last week. Uh, Berlin says that Americans should speak German. That got people mad. I felt like the translator was reading cue cards. She was. Okay. Because her eyes were focused on what she was staring at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She for sure was. Uh, Berlin talks about how Germany is better than America. Uh, Gene doesn't like the fact that I... Berlin doesn't speak English, and he's like, why won't you? And uh, then the translator once again forgets what she's supposed to say. Um, Which is weird, because it's in front of you on a cue card. Yeah. Just read that. Uh, basically, this whole promo is that Germany is better than the U.S. of A., as as uh, Berlin is being called the German machine, will beat Bagwell. Gene had enough and he walked away. So I guess my question is right: if they're going to go through this gimmick, why not just get somebody who actually speaks German? Then it, she doesn't need the fucking cards. Like, just get somebody who can speak German, you dick. <laughs> like you're, you're seems, in Atlanta. <laughs> it seems plausible. Like Jesus, what you're saying, it's, it's intriguing. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's not do that though. Sounds like a lot of work. That is a lot of work, sir. Let's describe this lady from accounting. Yeah. <laughs> Make her. Let's grab someone from the office. And and put her on national television reading shit she doesn't is, understand. Like, has the worst stage fright of yeah. anybody. Like, she's like, why the 
fuck am I out here? I don't want to be here, but I will. And then we get the Nitro Girls again. This time they don't dance, so they just troll their t-shirts. Boo! <laughs> You're not here for t-shirts, bruh. We're here for some dancing. We want puppies or something. Woo! That's other show, brother. Woo-hoo, puppies, puppies! Woo-hoo, we get a promo for Fall Bras, Saturn versus Rick Steiner for the TV title. Okay. Uh, our next match, speaking of Saturn, is Hugh Morris versus Saturn. Uh, Saturn goes for a superplex, but Jimmy Hart is holding Morris, so Morris just picks up Saturn and throws him back into the ring. Um, Morris hits a pretty far elbow drop. He had good distance on an elbow drop. Yeah. He, um... This was a Nitro special, and it's one of those things I'm now noticing with both brands. If the show, if one match goes super long, and it's between two people that you're not expecting to go super long... The matches that you expect to go long nope. are not going long. Nope. Uh, I meant to ask you guys this before the show, and I forgot. So let's do it now. Okay. Uh, We're going live. At the beginning of the match, Tony Schiavone shouts out Brian Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, um, Referee. At this point, is still alive. It's only a couple of days, though. By the time the Thunder ah, airs, yeah. it's over. But uh, I was going to wait till Thunder to do that, but yes. I was actually to ask. <laughs> Because they just brought him up here. I was going to say, it was pretty, uh, yeah, it was It was a... Uh, because the other show does it, too. <laughs> we're praying for you, Brian. Yeah. And then Thunder starts with the thing. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. That it did, did it uh, for us. <laughs> yeah. It didn't? No. Oh, it's, yeah, it's Thunder. Thunder. It started for us. When, when Thunder came on, it was you the just first thing that was on. You man. I am trying to keep, um, <laughs> take but, uh, all the notes I can. But yeah, no, I was like, God damn, that was a quick turnaround there. They mentioned mm-hmm. it, and then... He'd been fighting cancer for quite a while. A couple years. Um, I love Brian Hildebrand. He was a great ref, but I, but I knew him more from Smoky Mountain, where he was the referee slash Jim Cornette's right-hand man to run the whole fucking thing. And um, so I was like, God damn it. They had that... Uh, shooter. That shooter. Great nickname. That's a great story. <laughs> uh, he had that... Tribute show in June. Yeah. That a fuck ton of, or July that a fuck ton of people went to. Yeah. No, it was huge. Um, both Mick, he trained with Foley and Shane Douglas mm-hmm. at Dominic DiNucci's school. And both Foley and Douglas, I'll tell you, he was the best worker in the whole fucking place. Says he was so fucking small. So small. That, yeah, especially back in the 80s, you weren't going to become a wrestler. So he became a ref and so he could be in the meta manager and on indies and finally got his big break in WCW after Smoky Mountain went down and. And then the health just went to shit. And then I was reading something to the effect. So he roughed a match in like June, his last match, and he was like 75 pounds. Yeah. I mean, I remember we made a comment on one of the shows about how small he was. Yeah. He's, I mean, he, good luck keeping him away from the business. He loved it. Um, Do you have that uh, tribute show? I've never been able to find it. There's word, there's a handheld copy available. And I've always wanted to see it. Uh, yeah, because everybody, like, the dude was universally loved in the business. There was, yeah, across the board. So I was, lo- I was looking at that card, and I was like, because, like, the card itself actually has a Wikipedia page. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude. Everybody worked for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember Jericho talking about how the, the Revolution guys and Jericho and then him just sat around and smoked his medicinal pot and just got baked out of their minds. Yep, and, yep, yep. Like... Awesome. Uh, we get a promo for 1-800-CALL-AT&T, and it's their new, uh, don't forget, Thunder's on Thursday. Please. 
Don't forget. Anybody? Please. Hello. Definitely don't watch UPN. There's nothing on UPN. No. Oh, it doesn't even exist. Watch TBS. What's an uppin'? What's an yeah. uppin'? What's uppin'? What's uh, uppin'? Our, our next match is it's Dean Malenko versus Chris Benoit for the number one contendership for the WCW Heavyweight Championship for next Monday. Uh, I kind I like this match. Both men counter each other's moves the whole time, but and then Sid comes out. I liked the match until the inevitable ending. Now here's the thing: you can't blame him for the ending. Because the plan was for who to win? Benoit? Hmm? Who? Malenko. Malenko? Really? Because mm-hmm. he stuck with Douglas, so there's their pity present? Well, no. They just wanted to do something different. But they couldn't have him pin Benoit, because mm. Benoit's the U.S. champion going into a match with Sid. Mm. So what do you do? Sid. <laughs> so Sid comes out and attempts to powerbomb Benoit, but Malenko stops him, then but then Sid powerbombs Malenko. Getting Benoit disqualified. The, then Benoit and Sid begin to brawl, and then uh, Benoit th- uh, knocks Sid over the top rope, and then the match just stops. Nobody knows who wins. Uh, Commentary doesn't. Yeah, Malenko wins. The only problem with that is you don't really make Malenko look good. Nope. He couldn't win the match. He saved his buddy and thus just lucked into a win. Now he's going to face Hogan or Sting? Yeah. All right. It, it, this, I like the idea of getting new blood into title shots, but I I the, I did not know because commentary's like, well, I guess it's a double DQ, whatever. So <laughs> their idea and the way they build new stars is the reason all these guys hate working for this company. <laughs> Here's what's gonna happen: you're not gonna win your match. You're really gonna look like a loser. The big star is gonna come out and and just really get over. You know that guy from you know the late '80s, early '90s. That guy, and then yeah. and then you get your little shot next week. You're gonna lose, but uh, please stay with us. Yeah. <laughs> so in my notes, There's another fifty thousand. In my notes, it says, "Looks like we don't have a winner for the match." Uh, Sid says that this was to give Benoit something to think about for their match at the pay per view. <sighs> then we get a fall brawl promo, uh, and it's Hogan Sting, and then Goldberg versus DDP. Then we get the Nitro Girls, and then the cage lowers. Not on the Nitro Girls. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> so let's go to our main event. It's a handicap match? Question mark? Question mark? Nobody uh, knows. As it's Rick Steiner, Sid, and DDP versus Goldberg and Hogan? You know, the new triad. <laughs> um, Hogan uh, doesn't come out with the title. That's a good sign. Hogan comes out first, and then... Uh, all Can three. Pouty face six days out. <laughs> and, then, and then Hogan. If anybody could. Hogan doesn't uh, come out the title. He gets in the cage and all three men attack. Goldberg does his full entrance and then he kind of. Of course he does. Slow. I'm like, get the fuck to the ring. Your partner's getting murdered. He, he speed walks ish. He's like, do, 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 do. But then the other members of the triad come out and attack. Uh,. Goldberg, so it's five on two, and then go. And instead of having Bam Bam and Canyon beat up Goldberg outside the ring, DDP's like, "All right, throw him in." And Shivani was like, "I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that." <laughs> the first time that Shivani's actually been on point with something, I wouldn't because then he gets in the ring, Goldberg, and then destroys everybody in the ring. I was half waiting for like once they got in the ring, I was half waiting for Tony to be like, "Hoovy was wearing Kidman's outfit." Yeah. So uh, where's Jericho? Yeah. <laughs> 
Goldberg starts destroying all three men until all three men get up and destroy it, start beating him up. And then Sting and Luger come out and Luger tells uh tells him to get uh don't go down there and he's like, I have to. Damn it, I'm a face. So then Sting goes down there and gets in the <laughs> ring. That would have been awesome if he said that. <laughs> Damn, Damn it, I'm, I'm a face. face. And then Sting gets in the ring, and then we have a six-man tag. Hogan then big boots Sid, but Sid does not go down. Sting, uh, Hogan then big boots and leg drops on DDP for the win. Of course, it's DDP. Sid and Steiner leave the ring, so Sid loses another one. Without (laughs) losing. That's two in a row. God damn it. Luger gets in the ring and starts to argue with Sting. Um, Then... And then we're out of time, And then right? we're about to run out of time. Then Sting looks down, and Luger tells him, look at me when I'm talking to you. I'm your, I've am your. i been your friend for 13 years. Ooh. And then he like he does the hand signal. He's like, 10, and then 3. <laughs> 13 years. Well, thanks, Lex. I was having a hard time figuring that out. Got it. Sting, that, that Sting, Lex math? Then Sting starts to yell back, and then Luger then, like, punches him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sting turns around and is like, all right, dick. And then he starts punching <laughs> Sting, Luger, and they're like, we're out of time. It's like, well, the, it's like the Hollies. The whole time, Hogan's on the side going, Hogan and Goldberg just standing there going, what's happening, brother? Yeah. So, you know what? We already we already know this thing watches Raw. He's like, I like those Holly guys. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, let's Holly. start fighting. I got an idea. Suck it! <laughs> Comes out with a stale next week. Malenko, you're super heavyweight. Yeah. You're not a super heavyweight. So uh, we... Run out of time with Luger and Sting beating each other. I was looking for extra nitro. Well, so the thing you know is, what like, I mean? like the- we got the watermark and then like two more minutes of nitro. <laughs> yeah, so that's where NXT got it. Fuck. That was a weird nitro. That was a it was a fucking crazy <laughs> nitro. The the train is off the rails. They took the rails out. There's not, even a tra- there's not even rails to put the train back on. No, the rails are there. They set them on fire. <laughs> you ever seen that movie, Un- the, fuzz- the fucking train movie? Um, uh, uh, I yes. Just, um, it's un... Like, Don't throw mama from the train? No. Oh. Un- it's a good movie. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. There we go. The easiest thing. Unstoppable. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's that. <laughs> they greased the tracks and cut their brakes. That's what they did. Well, this, this nuclear weapon, you don't worry about that. <laughs> so, we will, we normally mark out no sell for it, but we will be doing that on the midweek. That's right. War stories. So listen, you fucking marks. But I have the results for you Fine, since please. I still can't find it of Sunday Night Heat for September 5th, 1999. There's three matches on there uh, Joey Abs versus Papa Chula. <laughs> All right. I mean,. That's a, that's a legendary rivalry. Puppy Chulo's back, huh? Yeah. Uh, Joey WrestleMania Ab- 14 wrestler, yeah. Puppy Chulo. Uh, Joey Abs wins. I would hope. Because he was serios. Chaz versus Meat. God damn it. <laughs> the winner, uh, Chaz, by disqualification because of interference by uh, Marianne. And then, I guess the main event, <laughs> the Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards versus the Dudley Boys. Fuck. Would have been fun in ECW. Not so sure about Heat. Pin uh, the uh, Dudley's win. Meanie's so. still here? It's tenuous at best. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So let's move on to Monday Night Raw. We're in the Hart- We're in Hartford, Connecticut, in the Civic Center. Hey, home of WrestleMania 11. That's right. 
Put some respect on that And name. we go straight to the ring as we got our first match tonight. And it looks like it's for the WWF Tag Team Championships. The new champs, The Rock and Mankind versus Kane and X-Pac. However, no, no, uh, no X-Pac. Well, he's throwing his pity party. Yeah. Uh, but before this match, Kane doesn't impress The Rock. Kane has uh, fire flying out of everywhere. <laughs> Everyone is happy that Kane can talk now. Kane can come down here and rock. We're giving the mic, and Kane can go, My name is Kane, and I'm a Rudy Poo candy ass. This is one of the more popular. Yep. Rock's going to take those batteries out of uh, Kane's speaker box and shove them up Kane's candy ass. Uh, Mankind gets impressed by the rock, and the Mankind goes, I get uh, impressed by the rock every day. Uh, Mankind has finally come back to the dozens of dozens, and of, dozens. of fans at, in Harvard, since there's, there's a lot of smart people here. <laughs> uh, as commentators like, you idiot, we're in Hartford. <laughs> All those smart people. Uh, Kane comes down by himself. Uh, fully shots out Hildebrand here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, K- yeah. Kane tells them to ring the bell, but then Triple H comes down. And King, uh, King thinks Triple H is coming down to do commentary, and JR's like, God, I hope not. Break my arm again, goddammit. Triple H says that he uh, gets on the apron and tells Kane that he'll be tagging with him as China's coming all down with him with a sledgehammer. Uh, Mankind's fighting with the ref in this match, and then <laughs> Triple H hits Kane in the back with the sledgehammer. And this is the time where they're like, I know they're uh, a gimmicked, but like... They that still looks rough. Because uh, uh, he hits him full on in the back with it, not, not like with a baseball swing, not a uh, I'm gonna hit you with my hand covering it. It's, I'm gonna uh, rock. Then hits a rock bottom on Kane and the people's elbow for the win. After the match, uh, Triple H is standing over Kane and Kane begins to choke him out, but Triple H hits Kane with the sledgehammer in the chest, and then Undertaker and Big Show come out and chase off. Triple H. That's weird. Kane and Taker have a stare down as Kane no-sells the uh, sledgehammer shots as he gets gets up and walks away. He kind of sells it. He's like, kind of walked around the outside, he, kind of stumbling. He is, but you know what I mean? Like He sold it for the Kane character. <laughs> yeah. Commentary tonight, guys. We have a couple matches for you. The Acolytes versus Edge and Christian. Okay. Ivory and Tori in a women's match for the championship in a hardcore match. I'm out. No. Uh, Tess Briscoe and Patterson versus the Posse. Goddamn. Again? And Jeff Jarrett versus Jackie. God damn it. Hmm. You guys love it. Let's get into it. Uh, promo. Finishing returns on WF lately. Promo uh, for SmackDown. Uh, let me see Michael Jackie. Jack saying she's fought bigger uh, women than him. Then Jarrett, uh, he invited all three of the, of the blondes to come out so, he can, so she could slap all three of them. She would, too. So our second... Um, she's wrestling Colonel Parker's cock, so she's yeah. even bigger. Yeah. Our second match of the night is <laughs> Jeff Jarrett with only Miss Kitty versus Jackie. Uh, Jarrett, Jarrett says there's, uh, there's no puppies tonight. Deborah won't be, be caught dead here in Hartford. Uh Jarrett's going to show China what happens when a woman steps into Jarrett's world. Uh, Jackie gets in a, four, in a few moves, but Jarrett wins with the figure four. 
Um, it looked like Jarrett wasn't taking it easy on Jackie with some of those moves. Oh, they've wrestled before. Yeah. God, they came from Memphis. <laughs> There was like the clothesline, especially like hey, pros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I've also heard the. It's a well-known story when you wrestle Jackie, especially if you're a man. Yeah. She comes up to you before the match and said, "You fucking hit me as hard as you fucking can, because mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the same to you." Yep. Um, Disco. Look at that you. woman is tough as nails. Mm-hmm. She's all natural too. Just listen to her. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know about that last part, but <laughs> then uh, <laughs> I can't confirm that. <laughs> Jarrett then hits Jackie with the guitar after the match. Let's go to the rooster, Terry Taylor, as he's interviewing Val Venus. Um, Taylor brings up Blackman attacking Val for no reason on SmackDown with his weapons, and Val says uh, Blackman better find him before Val finds him. And then we get a recap from SmackDown. The Dudley boys interfering in the tag team battle royal. So our next match is Edge and Christian versus the Acolytes. Edge and uh, Edge and Farouk are fighting on the outside. Bradshaw power bombs Christian, but the ref is distracted. Uh, Bradshaw is going to go do another power bomb, but Edge hits a drop kick from the top rope, and Christian rolls up uh, Bradshaw for the win. So this match here was for the number one contendership for the tag title. So Edge and Christian are your new number one contenders. Build new tag teams, man. I like I love it. it. You needed Edge and Christian to beat a legitimate tag team to, to you know earn the shot. So this does it. I mean, it's it's so simple. Wait, so you're not saying Sid came out to no. beat up no. one team? But hey, no. you're over. No, it didn't. Okay. Uh, we get a promo with uh, Cole, uh, Mike Cole, with Edge and Christian. Edge begins to talk, but the acolytes start walking. Cole's like, "Guys, guys, it's the acolytes," and they didn't like give zero fucks about Edge and Christian standing there. But then the Dudley boys come out of nowhere and attack the Acolytes. Interesting. Bold move. <coughs> Gonna have to go through that initiation, guys. Yep, 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 yep. What are you talking about? They uh, fought somebody on heat. It's called the public enemy. An oh. in, in, initiation. That's rough. Thanks, public enemy. You can do yeah. one of two things here in this company. You go ten minutes with the Acolytes in the ring... Or five minutes with Bradshaw in the showers. Mm. Backlights. <laughs> yeah, me too, dude. Um, then we get GTV. GTV. This is one of the more. He's gone. God damn it! Right, fuck, <laughs> dude. More. This is one is more than more one of the more infamous ones of Big Show and Val Venus peeing next to each other, and Val looks over and's like, huh. and they call you the Big Show. Yeah, really pushing that big show. Yeah, superstar. It's like fun of his tiny dick. That's, you know. Well, I mean, it's like everything's relative. Like, in the big show's own hand, I'm sure it does look small. Fucking hand is, you know. His hand's like five Coke cans, right? <laughs> uh, so then uh, big show then uh, decides to uh, throw Van, uh, Val into a, into a stall. I don't know, I'm just like a big fun of some dude that big next to me. Uh, no, no. You know. It's like a bold move, Cotton. So Val Venus is starting feuds with Steve Blackman and the Big Show. What is he, the Hollies? <laughs> I got an ideal. You got to weigh as much as my dick. I got a big ideal. I got, a, I got a big honking ideal right here. Got a big throbbing ideal. Uh, then we go to uh, one Michael Cole with Meat, as Meat is calling himself now Sean Stasiak. Because of his father. Hey, uh, 
Corey, who's his father? Oh, well, his father was longtime uh, respected wrestler and tough man. Sean, uh, Stan the Man Stasiak, also known as the fourth ever WWWF heavyweight champion. So meat senior. Some old meat. Yeah, some old meat mm. that I, Bruno whipped real quick to get that title back. <laughs> I love that uh, we're just redoing the Chaz storyline because that's what we needed four <laughs> weeks later was another Chaz storyline. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> fuck. I think that it helps, you know. Um, uh, as he's saying, he's going to carry on his father's legacy. The posse comes out of nowhere and uh, just attacks him, saying his dad sucks. Rude. His dad, was, hey, his dad was a Pacific Northwest wrestling legend, longtime fixture in Portland, but also in New York. Also a WWE Hall of Famer. And champion. Mm. How dare you? Mm. I yell it for nine days. <laughs> so let's go, let's go to our next match as Val Venus comes out and he calls out the big show for attacking him in the bathroom. I love this part. Uh, back, uh, they go backstage with the Undertaker. You're going to pick that up? Show's like, what? The punk car that he just sent you? <laughs> <laughs> so the big show then goes to the ring and there's... Val gets some punches in, but Big Show just destroys him. Uh, Val take, uh, tries nice. to take down the knee, uh, Big Show's knee and goes to the top rope, but here's the cool... That's like, the worst Photoshop ever. Uh, one of the cool spots, it's... Um, Val goes to the top rope, does like a cross body, but Big Show catches him and has him over his shoulder and then picks him up from that into the choke slam. That's cool. Hard to do. I mean, I could do it, but, you know. I mean, uh, so I then, do. So he chokeslams him for the win, and after that, Steve Blackman runs down and attacks Val with the kendo stick. <laughs> Who did? Steve Blackman? I can't, I can't, I can't. I, that's not how you say the name. Blackman? Yeah. You have oh. to go Lillian Garcia from now on. Oh. Lethal Steve. Weapon, Steve Blackman. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Lillian. I will never hear his name Steve other than that again. Blackman. Like, that's... <laughs> Put the wrong, put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. You dumbass. Where's Red uh, Foreman when you need him? Right, <laughs> like Steve Blackman. Like Vince, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> it's enunciation, pal. Let's go back to the rooster as he's with the Dudley boys and asking them if they have a death wish for attacking the acolytes. And Bubba's like, "But we not not afraid." Of them, I hate this. I hate so much. Devon's like they shall not steal, shall not kill, and shall not mess. But then the acolytes attack. You're them. lucky that Vince McMahon also didn't like it. He oh. kills it rather quickly. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. <laughs> then uh, Lillian, we go to the back to the ring. Is Lillian Garcia is about to start the next match? But then here comes Fink. Fink tells Lillian to sit down because he's the best. He's done every WrestleMania and every big show. And Lillian is like, Lillian's like, okay, fine. Take one. like, who is this guy? The thing is, like, he's supposed to be a heel, but he's right. <laughs> it's the thing. <laughs> well, plus by this time, internet wrestling has opened up everything. Mm-hmm. So anybody who watches with regularity knows that this company takes great pains in treating him like absolute dog shit. So you can do whatever you want with Fink. He's going to be beloved. Yeah. Yes, and I love this part. Fink then goes, and the following matchup, and he just looks at it and goes, uh-oh. And then Ken Shamrock <laughs> music hits. <laughs> awesome. 
Shamrock runs down, chases Fink around the ring. Jericho's music hits. Now the countdown is down to three. No longer ten seconds. Thank it's God. Three. Oh, good Jesus. Jericho comes on the Titantron. No, Jericho says that Ken, uh, Ken made him angry. Shamrock was in that fake UFC. Now he's uh, in, now in Jericho's world. <laughs> Jericho says Shamrock can get face-to-face with him on SmackDown. Shamrock is going to... Uh, is going to face Jericho's fury. Uh, then Jared goes, I got a source saying that Austin's going to be on SmackDown. Who's your source, Jared? Probably Austin. <laughs> Probably <laughs> he hey. called me after smacking Deborah. <laughs> what? What? We get a promo now with Triple H in China. Triple H needs to remind everybody that he's the game and he's the WWF champion. And, uh... He runs down his resume. Crippling Kane earlier tonight. Crippling Stone Cold. <laughs> destroying Mankind. Putting him on, out for three months and then beating him for the title. Then defending a title a week later and taking The Rock to school. Triple H tells Linda McMahon because I'm the gay. I am the game and this is not a game. I am the gay. <laughs> and you better keep your ass out of my business. And then here comes, speaking of ass, here comes Mr. Ass. Did you say something about ass? Yeah, he's a baby face now. Yeah. Uh, Billy Gunn knows uh, Triple H like, like no one else does. Uh, there might be a few others that might know one Triple H more than Billy Gunn. Uh, Triple H recruited him to DX because Triple H knew that Mr. Ass could kick Triple H's ass. Then his music hits after calling him an asshole, and then he, like the promo's not done yet. As Triple H says, you know he's going to do Gun a favor and put the title on the line tonight. Very baby, baby Classic face. Classic heel maneuver. <laughs> putting up your own title. Uh, then Mr. Ass goes like, well, I got two words for you. And it's like, don't you not part of DX? Isn't, isn't it Kane? Babyface now, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Babyface pop. Uh, we see uh, Briscoe and Patterson talking. As our next match is the posse. Who come out with Terry? What? Versus Test, Pat Patterson, and Jared Briscoe. Terry joins commentary. They ask her why she's with the posse. And he's like, well, I'm with three men now, and they're intelligent. I think it makes sense. Whenever I think of Terry, I think of posse. Oh, no. It's, it's... Never mind. Got him. <laughs> she likes three at once. Okay. Um, Test comes out to a big pop once again. Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, he big boots gas, pump handle, power bombs abs, then power bombs Rodney. Tess hits a pump handle, power slam, and a far elbow drop for the win. Briscoe and Patterson really do nothing in this match. They, they get taken to. out to the outside, and it's just... It's probably for the best. It is for the best. <laughs> also, uh, Tess, you can bring them closer to the turnbuckle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just no. going to fly across the ring. I am going to go further and yeah. farther as possible. Can we you go- make the ring bigger? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can jump somewhere further. Yeah, uh, we see the Ho- Holly cousins coming to the ring as Crash is now carrying a scale. Um, Hardcore says that he will w- start weighing them now. Uh, then we get a promo for SmackDown, as then we also see uh, Triple H and Mr. Ass getting ready for their match tonight. So let's go down to the ring with the Hollies as. Uh, Hardcore. They bring up that the Hollies were eliminated by the uh, the Hollies were eliminated by the Hardys on last Thunder's Battle Royal. Easy for you to say on SmackDown, yeah. So um, 
Hardcore says if the Hardys want to wrestle tonight, they need to meet the super heavyweight standard criteria. Uh, Hardcore says that uh, he looks like they uh, that they're not going to weigh, and they're going to waste. If they're not going to weigh, they're wasting his time. So the Hardy boys come out. Uh, he asks a- a- uh, Anorexia Andy Matt to show get on the stage uh, uh, onto their scale. Uh, then I don't know what he calls Jeff, but something like Carpenter, Carrion Carpenter, something I couldn't hear. Uh, and he goes, you know what you guys can do? Put on some gold. That might add some weight to <laughs> your uh, thing. Uh, then he asked uh, the fat bastard of Dracula, Gangrel, if he wants to weigh himself. <laughs> and he, then he goes, you know what you guys can go do? Go to the local donut store, uh, store and have a few dozens. Maybe you might meet the criteria. Uh, Jeff drop, uh, drop kicks hardcore from the back, and that how that is how the match begins. Uh, back and forth match between the two. Once again, Jeff can float when he does the swanton. Uh, Holly hits Matt with a sit-out suplex for the win. Um, Gangrel and Jeff are attacking Crash. The lights go out. Crash gets uh, the bloodbath. Hardcore laughs at him, and then they begin to brawl after the match. Of course. Kind of shocked they went clean, i got to be honest. How weird. They're pushing them. And it kind of feels like the Hardys have been, oddly enough, demoted. Demoted. Yeah. I was just going to say, demoted, demoted, to the demoted when yeah. they're part of the, uh, with the new brood. Mm-hmm. Cooling off period for Matt and Jeff. Which is weird. That's, I know they wanted to push Edge of Christian, but like, you have something in the Hardy. I mean, they're, they've literally already been tag champs. Like, yeah. what are we yeah. doing? So, what are we doing? We're going to go backstage with uh, Michael Cole undertaking Big Show. And Cole, Cole starts off with like something like, that blood, bloodbath just proves that there's more competition in the tag team division that's heating up. And Undertaker's like, get the hell out of here. For what you just <laughs> said, leave. I like this Taker. Like, shut up, you idiot. <laughs> Undertaker says that uh, they are revoking the tag title match for SmackDown, and it will be a buried alive match. But then Big Show starts to whisper something into uh, Undertaker's match. Like, no, no, it's a buried alive match. I didn't, I don't. No, they said the joke. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, buried. Something like what Foley would say. Oh, no. I don't remember. It was, yeah. it was the, like, yeah. It he like, he it, didn't hear buried, right? Yeah. Then Avatar comes down to the ring as is Al Snow dressed up as his former. Uh, Character Avatar recap of SmackDown Al Snow being forced to eat pepper. Avatar says he's here to get rid of evil in the WWF. Al takes off his mask and goes, What the hell am I doing here? Where the hell am I? Uh, this is so weird. Uh, uh, Al realizes what he's doing. He's like, Oh no, I'm wearing the genie pants again. <laughs> I was like, This is a bad dream. I'm not Avatar. Al be- <coughs> begins to start losing it and then starts to begin to bark like a dog. Al runs over to the commentary and starts writing something down and then barks like a dog. Uh, we see Cole with Rock and Mankind. Rock says uh, Big Show can come down to the ring on SmackDown and go, Ooh! and Undertaker can roll his eyes back and go, uh, die, die, die. Doesn't give a damn. Uh, Rock's going to take that golden shovel on SmackDown and shove it up both their asses. Uh, At the same time? Yeah. Mankind knows when it's time to play and when it's time to fight. 
Then we get her GTV with Marianne as she's on the phone with somebody telling that Chaz is treating her like shit. GTV number two. Mm-hmm. He won't let me back in. He's not taking me back. Can you believe that? Yep, I can. I can. Uh, our next match is D'Lo Brown versus Steve Blackman. Before the match, Steve Blackman, 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 Black no, not Blackman. Oh, Blackman, Blackman. According to Lillian Garcia, uh, Mark Henry comes out with two women as he joins commentary. Uh, Henry says D'Lo wouldn't last long here without him. Uh, Jr. brings up Henry's mother, and he's like, "Don't bring her up," but she has nothing to do with this. Well, because he came out with two hoes. Yeah, he did. Did you be talking about my mama? Uh, D'Lo hits the uh, sit-down powerbomb, then begins to argue with Henry, then Blackman grabs his nunchucks, but Val runs down and hits him with uh, Blackman with the kendo stick. D'Lo hits the frog splash for the win. Henry then attacks D'Lo after the match. I actually enjoyed Henry on commentary here. It just It's weird because, like, in this time, the sexual co- chocolate character is a face, but he's trying to play that character as a heel, and it's, it's weird. weird. I have an idea, though. I have an idea for Steve Blackman's new theme music. Yeah. I'm a black man. Bam, bam. Yeah, I'm a black man. Hey, buff approves. <laughs> <laughs> then we go to Rooster. God damn it. With Ivory as... Uh, Two Rooster spots. <laughs> asks if she's worried about her hardcore match, and Ivory pulls out some nail polish and says, Oh, this will be good in her eyes. As then Tori jumps Ivory, and Tori's wearing no pants. Ooh, yeah. That's one thing I noticed. No pants on Tori. Ooh. We come back from commercial, and they're fighting in the bathroom. Uh, they fight in the shower as Jackie's in there taking a shower. I wouldn't want to piss her off. Uh, I wouldn't mind jumping in there. Anyway. What? None. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing in here? <laughs> what the hell? Ivory <laughs> rubs. to make this a party. Uh, Ivory rubs Tori's face with soap. They fight in the men's locker room where Draws Albert and Visser are hanging out. Uh, they try to put her through a table. Uh, Jack- Tori tries to put uh, Ivory through a table, but they just fall off. Then they fight through. You hear the three laughing. You're like, get her, Tori. Yeah, get her. Uh, They fight through the hallways. Tori throws Ivory off the walls and then off a semi. Ivory then hits Tori with a mirror for the win. I'll tell you what. I learned from watching this match that Al Snow and Bossman better hope Ivory doesn't want to become a hardcore wrestler. She does some vicious shit. No, she does. This actually (laughs) wasn't horrific. It wasn't that bad. All All the really... Bad shit she was doing, like the, the breaking the glass over her head, the fucking the soap, the, soap, the yeah. fucking uh, iron. The yeah, because <laughs> after the match, or Ivory gets an iron and then burns Tori's back with it. Wouldn't want to fuck with Ivory, apparently. Yeah. Also, don't want to really watch her wrestle, though. I mean, what's well, better than listening to her talk? It's a catch 22, really. Yeah. Catch 22. We go backstage with China walking, and Earl Hebner shows up and says, Hey, oh, with all the chaos God. with all the women, she's barred from ringside. And China's like, Earl, I'm going to act like you never said that. This is the worst acting I've ever seen in my life from China. Earl, I'm going to act like you never said that. Then we, it was so bad, it made me cringe. Mm. Well, this does. When we see Kane sitting in a so, uh, soothing, soothing himself in the freak, like a dark room, listening to the crew. Quote. <laughs> The cane, mm, never, never more. more. And JR was like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> How about that? Big red retard. <laughs> Here at No Southern Entertainment, we don't want to say. Let's go to our main event for the WWF Championship as it's Mr. Ass versus Triple H in China. Oh, that's a sellout in any arena in the world. Hmm. Earl tells China. Hartford. 
Earl tells China to leave. Uh, Triple H and Gunn uh, start to brawl on the ramp. They brawl around the ring. They were more outside, in the ring, outside of the ring than inside the whole time. Uh, Gunn almost wins with a jackhammer. Uh, Shane comes down, but the ref stops Shane and tells him to leave. Triple H, Triple H grabs the tubby of title and goes to hit Gunn, but Gunn ducks and hits Triple H with it. Earl runs back in, but it's a slow two. Gunn and Earl argue what the count was, and Triple H goes to hit Gunn, but Gunn moves. So we get a ref bump because Triple H runs into Earl. Gunn hits the Famouser, but Earl's still down. Triple H goes for the pedigree, but Gunn low blows him. We get a slow two count from Earl once he begins to wake up. Jer is demanding Triple H to lose in this match. Uh, Gunn goes for a splash in the corner, but Triple H moves, and Gunn hits his head on the post and stumbles into the pedigree for the one, two, three. Shane and China come down to celebrate, but then Kane comes down. Uh, first throws Shane into the corner, then choke slams China and Triple H. I like this shot of it's a zoomed in on Shane as he starts to get up from being pushed, and he looks and it's Kane standing in front of him, and Kane choke slams him. Shane has the oh shit. What did you guys think of this main event? I didn't really yeah. like it. Mm. Like it was uh, a Billy Gunn thing. It's not gonna happen. It was an average at best match. That was I don't um, unnecessary. I was watching pretty regularly at this point. Yeah. I do not remember Triple H becoming. Yeah. I dare I say an afterthought as soon as he won the title. Oh, 100%. I brought that up with uh, a guy at work because I'm like, lover. Yes. I um, was like, you know, it's funny. I was like, I, since Triple H won the title. He is a jobber in a way. Yeah. He's an afterthought. I think Triple H, never change. Triple H starts to become the, who we think he is in about a month. It's it's weird because it's like they made it all about him from like late June all the way to SummerSlam, and it was good television. Mm-hmm. And then shenanigans happen. He wins the title on the Raw after SummerSlam. And from that point on, he's the champ, and he's a part of shit. But it's like it's all about the rock and mankind. Yep. He's 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 trying. Yeah, no, uh, he's, he's doing his part. Been given much to work with. Including this. I'm sorry, this sucked. This vindicates everything I've ever said about Billy Gunn and how it's just not a thing. Like he's good enough he's a for wrestler. a certain level. He's a tag team wrestler, that's what he is. Really good job picking him to be King of the Ring. They've already forgot about that. But they do mention it though. Do you blame them? No. So, God, no. What was the better show? Raw. Raw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Having said all that, Raw. Yeah. Nitro <laughs> was a, I don't even know what Nitro was. Wow. I can't say Nitro was bad, it was but chaotic. it was fucking chaotic. So let's go to the ratings, shall we? I shocked you both last week with the close call. Uh, Me thinks it's not that way this week. 4.2 WCW and 4.6 of WWF. Mm-hmm. This week, WCW... 4.1. Okay. Kind of held strong. WWF, 4.4. I forgot this was the other week. Okay. Two weeks. So, so it's, I mean, you know what? It would have been the finals of the U.S. Open. Thank God that it's not uh, next week. <laughs> mm. Just wait. Just wait and see what happens next week. 
So it's because we're coming off the uh, we'll be coming off the pay per view war story. I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, fall brawls this weekend, yep. but we just got through this raw. There's nothing announced for Unforgiven. Absolutely, we're nothing. two weeks out. Absolutely nothing. There's not one match announced. Nothing at no, all. I'm, I'm, literally nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hey, it's, it sounds like current day. Yeah. Okay. They uh they are at this point where it literally doesn't matter. People are going to buy it. People are going to watch it. People are going to show up. It doesn't matter what they do. Do you also think maybe it's a, it's a product of uh, well behind the scenes there's some stuff going on. Yeah. They probably just don't know the card to but, be honest. But also all of a sudden the the week after SummerSlam all of a sudden you're doing two shows a week. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out like. They're trying to figure out how to book monthly to a pay-per-view with twice the number of shows. Uh, back when the picture show was good, uh, he talked about how at this time frame, they went from like having months to do storylines to weeks. Because mm-hmm. you had so much television to write. Which makes me sad for what I heard this week. Hmm. Yeah. That Triple H is going to get a second NXT show. Gross. He's making it happen right now. Gross. The last thing that company it's needs already in 2020 not good. is more fucking television. They need less. Is, ugh, gross. All right. Let's move on to our favorite part of the show. It's the award show. What was the best match? What you got? The six man tag on Nitro. The, I was looking forward to that one. Yeah, filthy animals yeah. slash Chava. Yeah, filthy ish uh, animals against Kidman and uh, Ki- Kidman, Blitzkrieg, <laughs> and, and Psychosis. And Psychosis. Hoover Kidman. Hoover Kidman. Yeah. yeah. Hoovy Kidman, Psychosis, and Blitzkrieg versus Billy Juice. Billy Juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds nasty. I'm gonna have some of that Billy Juice. Tori liked it. Yeah. Versus the filthy animal and Chavo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, worst smash. Uh, I mean, it is Ivory and Tori, but it's better than the rest of the ones they've had. Yeah, I don't know. I I liked that. Uh, I mean, I didn't like it, like it, but it was entertaining. Um, I can be swayed. I'm trying to think. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking. Uh, I'm going with Buff versus Regal. I'm going Wyndham versus Douglas. That's a bad one too. Uh, the, yeah, I'll stick with mine. The women's. Yeah. Really. It was entertaining. Yeah, no, it was. Doesn't mean it's a good match. That's true. Okay. <laughs> uh, who was your MVP? I got a weird one. Go on. UPN. Look at the fucking card they built for SmackDown. You got the the tag team title match. You got Austin coming up on SmackDown. There was another match now that I can't remember right the second. It's very they built too. It's uh, very clear. Shamrock and Jericho. Shamrock and Jericho. It's very clear, at least in this first month, that. All the attention is really going to SmackDown, and Raw's kind of suffered for it a little Tina. bit. It's not bad by any means, mm. but it's clearly not the the important show this month. I mean, that is a uh, that is a pay per view for some of yeah, those matches. No. That's a that's a loaded SmackDown. And can I say with all honesty, a better pay per view than what they give us? Oh, snap! Uh, Corey, oh MVP. Um, to, to, to be honest, there wasn't one that jumped out this mm-hmm. week anywhere. You got, um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, in that case, I guess I'll go. You know, Bret Hart got a good pro, uh, got a good pop coming out. Good to see him back. Uh, I'll give it to him. Kind of nowhere. Yeah, I'll, 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 
I'll go uh, Brett too. It's like either that, or like I'll just say the rocks of his promo work. The, uh, the I don't know where Brett thing makes me feel like. I mean, obviously, but this is another like. Uh, let's see if Brett can come back because we need something. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, because like, hey, let's tease a Brett Hogan match. Maybe that'll get people watching. <laughs> Something's gonna work. Uh, who is your motive? Alston. Not, that's not, Avatar to it's you. not that's great right. right now, man. Oh, yeah. Al Snow. It's, it's uh, Avatar. Yeah, it's Al Snow. Like, while that was somewhat entertaining... God, I don't know. I want to say he's better than this, but is he? No. I mean, he's, he's about is, where he should this be. This is where he should be, yeah. He's about where he should be. It's just not good, man. It's just not good. You know what's also not good? Hey, Corey. WTF. Boy, WCB felt like a uh, <laughs> just a runaway train that somehow was in midair like a plane. Like, and uh, the nose is straight down. Yeah. Like, what's going on here, man? Like the um, nose is straight down and the pilots bailed. They're like, yeah. now we're out. You figure it out. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you have no idea how true that is. Um, wow. Just, I mean, there's a pay-per-view this Sunday. That's about it. It's uh, and it's one of the more iconic pay per views, and they're just kind of, it's just kind of here. Yeah, it's there. You know, this is usually a, kind of um a feud ending pay per view with the War Games match. There's a not even a War Games match. Spoiler, and uh, what they are giving us, you know, all right. It's not the end of it. Whew. My WTF was that whole moment of the maestro coming out with Sid coming and Barry Horowitz because Barry Horowitz is in the ring. That sweet five minute period where everything (laughs) happened at once. And then and then we go from that then to Curly Bill showing up from the West Texas Rednecks. Heard you guys got some good meat sauce. It was like that uh, whole like forty five minutes where like Shane Douglas showed up and ICP showed up and yeah, it was crazy. whatever the fuck else happened Holy that condensed night. Condensed into five minutes. <laughs> Only <sighs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, that was my WTF for that chaos for like five minutes. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. We're going to go to the midweek War Stories soon. We have a. Buried Alive tag match for the champion, tag team championship for SmackDown. Thunder. I believe it was taped. Silverstone Thunderland. It was. It was. It was. Still saggy, nah. We're still, 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 still. We will mark out in no self Fall Brawl 99. Hmm. Looking forward to that. And you can look forward to all that at NoCellEntertainment.com where you can find all of our lovely podcasts and you can find our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm.